Welcome to the Create What You Speak podcast. Join me as we have a real life discussion on how to change your life by changing your thoughts. Remember, question everything, trust yourself, and find your truth. Welcome to the Create What You Speak podcast. My name is Sloan Fremont, and I'm your host. This week, we're going to be talking about the re-entry, <laughs> the re-entry, the re-entering back into society that some of us are going through right now. If you live in a city or an area where things have opened up and someone, somewhat went back to, quote, normal, I put air quotes around the word, word normal. Uh, so I'm going to talk about that this week and what I'm going to just share my experience that I've went through, um, some of the mental things that have been happening with me through this. And I have some suggestions I'll talk through at the end that can help you process some of this because, you know, the unspoken thing about all of this <laughs> that we've went through over the last year is the mental mind fuck that we've all been through. And there were so many things that we had to do, I think, to manage mentally what we were experiencing. And now that some of those things are ending, the mental mind fuck part isn't over, though. I don't feel like. I feel like some of the understanding of this and how this impacts us or really will impact us is we're just starting to see or starting to realize. So I want to share some of my thoughts and my experience with that. And then at the end, like I said, I have some suggestions that hopefully will help you just maybe look at things a little bit differently or, or help you at least process this because I want you to know you're not alone in this. You're not alone going through any of this. You're not the only one that's feeling this way. Um, everybody is going through it. So, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, we'll get into that this week and, uh, talk about that a little bit more. Before I do that, I want to remind you, today is the last day for the introductory pricing of my course, The BS Method, How to Tell a Better Story in Five Minutes or Less. I talked about this on last week's show that I launched my course. Um, finally, this has been several, several months in the making, and uh, this course really teaches you how to tell a better story in five minutes or less. We all know our stories create our reality. We all know we live by our stories, whether we really realize it or not, our store, our stories control us. And this course really teaches you how to train your mind to see opportunities that used to be invisible to you. It, it, I really give you all the steps. It's foolproof. It's easy. It's done for you. All the templates are there. So if you want more information, visit the BS I'll put the link in the show notes as well. But remember today, May 24th, 2021, this is the last day for the introductory pricing. It will never be this low again. All right, so let's get into the re-entry. I was going to call this the grand re-entry, but after my experience, it didn't feel so grand. <laughs> so that word didn't really fit for me this week. Um, but the re-entry, what I'm talking about with this is really getting back out into society and doing the things that we used to do after the past year that we've all, year and a half almost, that we've all experienced. And you know, I went through so many feelings about this or so many thoughts and I I had to actually recognize that this was a re-entry, that I was going back into the world again, that I was coming into the things that I used to do, uh, feeling like, almost like I should just go back in and it should be normal, but then also knowing that it wasn't going to be normal. 
and recognizing that, recognizing that there is a reentry period, that there's this warming up period, that we're all going to be like getting back out again and doing things is, I think, really important uh, right now for everybody to think about or consider or understand because things are going to be different. They're going to feel different. They're going to seem different. People are going to be different based on what they went through. Uh, different isn't always bad, but different can feel uncomfortable. Different can feel like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this, or maybe this isn't for me, or this is wrong. You know, different is for a lot of us uh, sometimes a stopper. It, it causes us to stop and not proceed because we're uncomfortable with the different, th- with things feeling different. And to me, this whole process almost feels like I'm creating a new operating system for myself because I'm going back in and doing things, but I'm also thinking about these things as, do I really want to do these things? Like, is this still important to me? Is this fun anymore? Is this, was it ever fun in the first place? Was this just a part of something that I did because I never really stopped to think about it? And so the reentry back into things isn't, isn't a bad thing at all, obviously, because none of us want to stay locked down, but it's also not a, I think if we can look at it as an opportunity to reevaluate, it makes this process a little less of, I don't know, a a little less, uh, overwhelming or a little less, um, it kind of helps with those feelings, those those you know, those uncomfortable feelings of feeling different when we look at it more as a reevaluation of coming back and, and deciding what it is that we want to do going forward. So I'll share a couple of my experiences with you that I actually was very surprised about. And uh, again, I want to make sure that, you know, we all know that we're not, none of us are alone in this. We're all experiencing something about this. We're all experiencing these thoughts and these emotions, these feelings, these, uh, confusion, you know, all of these different things, everybody's going through it, even if they're not talking about it or you can't see it on their face. Um, it's happening. It, it, it most definitely is. So I've got a few examples from my life here and I'll start out by talking about two things. Last week I went to Zumba class again at the Y. Now I haven't been there, you know, it's been about a year and then um, after that, I went and got food at Chipotle. Like I actually walked in and went to the counter and ordered. Okay. So the Zumba class, um, the Zumba class was fun. I got back into there. The, the cl- class wasn't very crowded. Um, I felt super stiff and robotic. Like I had never danced a day in my life. But as I was dancing, I, I could feel joy coming back. Like feeling joy like that in something that I enjoy doing that I chose to do, not because I was restricted because I only had these certain choices to pick from, like actually going and deciding I want to do this because I, I, it's, it, it's something that I want to do again in feeling joy from it was a completely different experience. I forgot how that felt. Um, I forgot how it felt to experience joy by choice and in the class dancing, even though I wasn't, didn't feel like I was doing very good. I had a hard time like following some things. I felt like my body was stiff and robotic, but it still felt good to do it. I didn't do it perfect. And I didn't even care. I was laughing. Like I really didn't even care. And even the instructor was like, I'm having trouble remembering this. Like, oh yeah, I forgot. You know, we're all kind of laughing it off. Like nobody was like, nobody cared, I guess. Right. Everybody was kind of like in a more, um, less guarded state in that class. And there's a guy that, uh, I had forgotten about this guy, but he used to come to all the other classes and he would sing really loud during the classes. Like he was, um, 
he would just sing really loud and it was fun. Like it was fun to be back in there and, and see him do that and experience that whole thing and feel joy from choosing to do something. And then right after that, I went to Chipotle, like I said, and I walked up to the counter and ordered and the whole fucking experience was so odd. I was like, okay. Uh, and what I realized during that was it was like, there was no sign that, that the last year had happened. There was no sign that anything had ever happened, that we had ever not been able to walk in Chipotle and go to the counter and order. And that right there was a mind fuck too, because it was like, well, but I don't want to sign, right? I don't want to sign that the old, that that happened over the last year. But the fact that there's not a sign was also odd. Like it was a, it was a complete like opposite end of the spectrum that I felt odd. It was hard for me to process. And you know, I go up there and I order my food and, you know, the workers are wearing the mask and I can't understand what this kid is saying because his mask is really thick and I can't understand him. I kept saying, I can't understand you. And I'm pointing at his mask and he's like talking louder. And I'm like, that's not helping. Like your, your face is muffled because you're wearing a mask and I cannot understand what you're saying. And so I get my food, you know, and I go home and I'm just like, kind of, I felt like I was in a daze. Like I was like those two events, right? Those two small events, which I would have done without hardly even thinking previously in prior, you know, prior to 2020 caused so much thinking and so much almost like analyzing of it or so much like processing that I was tired afterwards. Like it was tired. It was tiring to process all the thoughts I had about that, which again, before I never would have even really thought too much about, but processing the thoughts of what I just went through was also very tiring. And so, okay, there, there's some things to consider there, right? As I was thinking about it afterwards and, um, I was feeling like, okay, that feels good to do, right? Both of those things were while odd and took a little bit to get back into those, those two things were, were good to do. Then, uh, Saturday morning I went to the farmer's market. There's been one by my house for quite some time, but I hadn't been going because my thought was I, I'm pretty sure they still had the mask mandate in place, even though this was outside. Um, I may be wrong about that. I don't know. I just made an assumption, um, which I'm realizing on some of these things was, you know, probably not correct, but, um, I didn't have the, it was one of those things where I didn't feel like going and finding out and getting let down. So I just didn't do certain things. Um, but anyway, I go to the farmer's market and, uh, this farmer's market now is huge, right? It's huge. There's all these stalls and all these people are, are there and walking around. You know, I brought my dog. People have their dogs. And I'm, I'm looking around at all this. And I'm seeing all of these, uh, these tents set up and these people that are creating these products. And they've, um, you know, they've put a lot into it, obviously, right? You, you, it takes a lot to create something and bring it to market and then get to a point where you're at the farmer's market and you have product and you can talk about it and you have the, um, you know, you, you took, you, you, you set up a tent, right. And you, you put yourself out there kind of thing. And I, I talked to this guy who, who created this, uh, sparkling water. It was like flavored sparkling water called may pop. And he had, I kept seeing all these people walking around with these big, like glass jugs full. And some people had cups and I finally found the stall and I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta come check this out because, um, you know, I, I, I want to see what this is. And so he gave me a sample and I was like, wow, that's really good. Right. And we're talking about it. And, um, I was telling him about, he was talking about, 
you know, they finally got some of it in cans and they're talking about getting it into Whole Foods and some other places. And I was like, wow, that's really awesome. You know, I, I, I was telling him about how I invented something and I know what that takes to bring it to market, right? I know what it takes to the production and the, the, all the crap that you go through and all the, all this, this that you go through, right? Mentally. And he was like, you're right. And he was like, man, you're going to make me tear up thinking about this. And I'm like, no, it's awesome. Like, I recognize you for this, right? I can see this. I can see, I know what it took for you to get here. And that's awesome. And, um, and so I'm, you know, I'm having this conversation and, and that's one thing also, right? People are more willing these days to have conversations where in the past we might've just walked up and been like, okay, thanks. Bye. Right. But we're actually, I've noticed people are engaging. Like people are actually making the effort to engage and communicate, which I think is a, an, an amazing thing. Um, but you know, I'm looking around all in this guy that created the sparkling water and all these other places. And I'm like, so these people survived through probably one of the worst, uh, you know, like experiences in our lifetime, at least for people my age and they didn't quit, right? They didn't give up. They still kept going. And I was so like moved by that, like proud of that, like, like grateful for that, that there were, that there, no matter what, you know, and I know it was, this wasn't the same for everybody, right? I know businesses shut down. I know people lost jobs. I know this and we're, you know, that's number one. If you consume any news, that's usually the headline. And, um, I do feel for that. I feel for people who went through that. Um, but on the flip side of that, it was good to see that, you know, there were still people going, right? That that farmer's market wasn't completely empty with um, no one there, right? Or just a couple of booths, right? A lot of these these tents had lines up. And I stood in line for a couple of things, you know, for about 10 minutes to get different things. And in the past, I probably wouldn't have done that. I would have saw the line and been like, oh, fuck that and just went off, right? Because I wouldn't have wanted to, to wait in line. But now I feel like I was willing to do that because... I wanted to, right? I, I took the time to do something that I, I wanted to do where in the past I wouldn't have probably done that for myself. I would have just walked away and been like, all right, well, that's, it's too busy. I'm not even going to bother with that. So that was a really good experience going to that farmer's market and being around people. Um, I got, to, again, I got to take my dog, which I love to be able to do that, but just seeing all these businesses thrive and seeing people coming out and smiling and happy and interacting and talking, right. And, um, that felt really good. And I was like, okay, this is what I want more of, right? I want more of this type of, um, activity, just like with Zumba. That's how I felt about Zumba. Like, okay, this brings me joy. This is good. Like, I feel good doing this. Like I, I left and I was happy. I felt, um, I felt good. It felt good to go do that. <clears throat> and then last night, which would have been Saturday night, I went to a dance event. So if you have listened to me for a while, uh, last fall, well, it was probably, no, it been like fall of 2019. Uh, I started learning how to dance, like Latin dance, salsa, bachata, um, various other types of dance. I was in a dance competition that was really, um, very, very humbling <laughs> to say the least. But, um, I decided I wanted to go back and go to a dance event again. And I was excited about this, right? It was Saturday night. I was like, Oh, I get to finally go out again. Like see my friends. Some of my friends are going actually new friends, um, that I had met. I have been doing Spanish class over this past year and a couple of new friends I had met from that class. They were going to be there. Um, it was outdoors. I was like, all right, cool. This will be fun. So I got ready, you know, I wore a new dress that I'd ordered and I had, cause I'd ordered these dresses a while back and I was like, I don't know why I'm ordering these. I have no place to go. Right. Well, now I was glad I had them. And so I wore this new dress, you know, I curled my hair, like I got ready and, um, 
I don't know. I felt like almost like a teenager again, right? Getting ready to go out with my friends and like have a good time. And the getting ready part felt good. Like it felt good to do that. It felt good to get dressed up, do my hair, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then I get to the event and I'm sitting there and I'm like looking around and I'm sitting with my friends, you know, and I'm, I'm watching people dance and I'm, I'm seeing people that I forgot about who I had used to know from that community. And uh, one of the people that I used to take lessons with, he came up and we danced a song and I was like, man, I don't hardly remember any of this. And uh, he's like, oh, no, you'll get it back. You'll get it back. And then um, I went and sat down and I was looking around. I'm, I'm seeing all these other people and I'm remembering all this drama that had happened like prior to everything being shut down, like like all the clicks and all the bullshit and all the attitudes and the, you know, not very welcoming to new people kind of stuff. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, man, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. And I was shocked by that. Like, I was surprised. Like, I was really looking forward to this. And I thought, well, okay, Zumba was great. I had such a great time there. Like, surely I'll want to go dance. And I didn't. I didn't want to do it. And I sat there for a little bit longer. I danced one other dance with one other person. But I really wasn't interested in it at all. And so I was, you know, I'm sitting there thinking about that. And I'm like, so why did I do this in the past? Like, why did I do this? What was my driving force? Like it was fun in the beginning, but then it kind of got to be not so fun. Cause I can remember that before things shut down, feeling this way I felt last night. Like, I don't like this anymore. Like I don't like this, the clicks or I don't know, like this, this, this non feel feeling not welcome around um, people who maybe are more experienced or whatever. And the interesting thing that came up with me about that was because when I asked myself, so why am I here? Like, why am I doing this? Do I even want to continue doing this? And the interesting thing that came up was um, there's going to be a little story here, but it has a point and I'll I'll summarize the story. But so I've told you guys that I've been working pretty extensively over the past six months or so uh, with a therapist and uh, been like making such great progress with her. And I really I really love her. I love uh feeling like I can totally be myself and not feel judged with her. So one of the things that we, we've been talking through, she recommended this book to me. It's called Attached, and I'll link to it in the show notes because this book has been like, I, to say it was eye-opening, that's like doesn't even cover it. Like there's, it, it, I don't know. I've finally been get, got to the point, I guess, where I was ready to see some of this stuff. But we always, she had been talking to me about secure attachments, and I didn't know what that meant. And so she had suggested the book. And in the book, they talk about three different types of, um, essentially three different types of people, like how they are in relationships. You have secure, anxious, or avoidant. And I think most of my life I was avoidant, but also in the past, you know, four to five years, I would ca- categorize myself as anxious. And so, the anxiety driving me to do a lot of things, right? And one of those things that I feel like the anxiety drove me to do was to write this quote wrong of being single. Like always feeling like there was something wrong with me because I was single. So I have to go remediate this issue. I have to fix it. I have to go do something. And I feel like going out and doing things like that, social things, was something that the anxiety drove me to do because it was a way to meet people to right this wrong of being single right now I'm still with my boyfriend so it's not it's not um it's nothing like that it's not like I'm going out looking for someone else it's not that but what I didn't realize until last night was that I I think I was only dancing to 
because it was that old anxiety driving me to get out and do something that maybe I didn't necessarily always want to do because of this old belief of like having to right this wrong of being single and that having that more anxious style of personality or I'm not sure how I would quite describe it, but it was like, um, the, I didn't even know, like, I didn't even recognize that. I didn't recognize that that was why I was doing that until having the break from it and then going back to it and realizing, well, I don't really need to do this all the time. Like, I don't need to, like, I don't feel that same anxiety about things as I used to. And and so it was very eye-opening to me. It wasn't, even though I didn't want to be there and it wasn't as exciting or fun as I thought it was going to be, um, having that experience, it it wasn't a bad thing. It wasn't, it it helped me to kind of get out, you know, and try something that I used to do and then evaluate that and decide is, do I still want to keep doing this? Now I'm not saying I don't ever want to dance again, but I also don't have the feeling that I need to be there all the time dancing either. Like I feel like Zumba Dancing and doing that, like, that's fun. I enjoyed that. I definitely want to go back to that. But going to social dancing, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I guess it's one of those things I'm just going to have to feel out. I'm going to have to maybe try again. I mean, there's a lot of processing of just going out again, even just being out amongst people. Like, take that, like, step one, right? Like, there's, there's that. So going out, being able to sit outside, talk to people, have a great time. Okay, So maybe that was as far as I got last night. Maybe that's also why I felt like I didn't want to really be there. I don't know. I don't know. There's still going to be some evaluation and and processing about this. But the whole, so all of those experiences were, were so interesting because just recognizing that we're, we're all in this reentry phase, like reentering back into the world and then having these experiences and actually really thinking about them and considering them. And it's almost like, so the way I describe this almost is I feel like I'm creating a new operating system for myself, right? I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm now getting to, I'm consciously aware of the things that I used to do going back out and doing those things and then deciding what, which of those things I still want to do right? The operating system gets to be rebuilt. Our, our operating system gets to be rebuilt with our choices, with our decisions about how we spend our time. And I think that's a really, to me, that's almost, I don't know. It's exciting. It's, it's more positive to me than it is negative because I get to pick this now. I'm, I'm more aware of this. I'm not in autopilot mode where I'm just doing things because anxiety has always driven me to do, right? I'm doing things differently. And I get to pick, consciously pick those things. And so that's, I wanted to offer some suggestions for reentry. If the, if you're going through this again, I hope you know, you're not alone. We're all, we're all dealing with this. Um, but in creating our new operating system, here's some suggestions that I've thought about for myself. And, and I hope that these will help you as you re-enter back into things and, and make a decision for yourself about what it is that you want to do and how you want things to be for you. So I think the first thing is really deciding to wade in to things instead of jumping off the high dive and just digging in. Now, I'm not saying some people may want to just jump off the high dive and get right in. But for me, I I can tell with myself, I'm going to have to ease into some of this stuff. Like just like with dance last night, like I don't know if I'm ever going to, I don't know how I feel about it. But 
it's almost like taking baby steps or wading into the pool a little bit at a time and evaluating those things, like evaluating and deciding what is really important to me or what was actually just peripheral before, right? What are the things I just did before out of habit because I thought I had to do it because like I, like I was having to, feeling like I had to write this quote wrong of being single, right? What, what are, what do I really want? Like, like what do I definitely want? What's a hell yes, right? What are the, the people, the places, the things, the, the activities, whatever it is that you're going to do, what's the, the hell yes, like I want that versus, the things that you don't really want, right? Or maybe you don't know if you want, but they're not the hell yes quite yet. It doesn't mean they won't be later, but right now they're just not the, they're just not it. And I think, you know, thinking through it that way and being able to really like recognize as you reenter into thing, yes, this really, this brings me joy, joy that I haven't felt and keep those things, right? Versus the things that, aren't feeling so good. So maybe we just don't spend our time there right now. Right. And, and, you know, I think if we, I, this notion of feeling like we have to pick right up where we left off and do everything exactly the same is, is so like constricted feeling to me. So robotic. Right. And if we can shift into like, okay, yeah, more of a re-evaluation mode and focus on the things that we really love, right? Focus on the things that feel good and bring us joy. And that can be anything. It doesn't even necessarily have to be the activities that you do. It can be, you know, the clothes that you wear, the, the pictures on your wall, the, like if you have old shitty ratty towels that you know you need to get rid of, like that kind of stuff, right? I'm talking about that level of stuff. And shifting that into that, like, these are the things I love kind of thing and, sur- thing and surrounding your life with that. And then it, it, it goes out to the, to the, the external, right? It, 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 you'll start to only pick those things that feel good to you once you do that in, in your, in your immediate space. And so I think the evaluation, so waiting in instead of jumping off the high dive. And then also the second thing is the evaluation of what's important versus what, what was actually just peripheral in the past. I was just doing it because I thought I should, or I never stopped to think about it, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, and then the third thing I think is giving it a, giving it a few tries also, because, you know, one thing I noticed with getting back, being around people was I couldn't stand it at first. Like people's voices were so fucking annoying to me. I was like, what the, like, what the fuck? Like, was this person's voice always this loud and shrill? Or is it just because I spend so much time alone? I'm not used to other people's voices. Right. And so just because that annoyed me the first time doesn't mean I want to go home and retreat to my house and never be around people again. Right. There's, there's, there's some of this stuff I think is going to take a few tries to like get into it again. Right. To, to get used to it again. Now, if you if something is absolutely, you know, just, you know, terrible or, you know, you don't, I'm not saying, suggesting that you keep subjecting yourself to that, but we do have to give ourselves a little bit of uh, space and some, you know, some love to be able to learn how to go back in and, and do things again. And the last point I wanted to make on this of, of really this re-entry and, and creating almost this new operating system for ourselves is, you know, in rediscovering your wants and needs, I, I've talked about Cliff High's two rules before, and I absolutely love these. There's no rules. There's only discovery. 
and discovery la discoveries last as long as they last. So rule one, there's no rules, only discovery. Rule two, discoveries last as long as they last. So as you go through this, you're going to discover different things about yourself, about the world, about what is important to you, about what is not. And that doesn't mean it's set in stone. These things, as we go through the emotions of this, as we get back into things, as we learn more about ourselves through this and what it is that we, that's important to us, things are going to change. So what you do, what, like what I discovered right now with dance, social dancing doesn't mean it's going to be the same in six months, right? I may have, I may come on here and tell you a completely different story and that's fine. That's okay. You get to do that. You have, you, you get to change your mind. You get to explore, you get to discover and you get to use what works for you as long as it works. And once it stops working, then you get to go through the whole thing again and, and discover some more, right? And you get to look and figure out and decide what it is that really is important to you. And so I think remembering those two rules, no rules, only discovery, and discoveries last as long as they last, is very helpful advice. This is from Cliff High. <laughs> this is like rules for life, but very helpful um, as a way to look at your reentry into the world. All right, so that's it this week on our topic of the re-entry. Um, I would love to know your thoughts on this, how you're experiencing your re-entry. How's it going? How are you, what kind of things are happening to you? What kind of stories do you have? Um, I would love to hear from you. You can email me, sloanfremont at pm.me. All of my uh, social media links are in the show notes before, uh, below, so I will. So please feel free to reach out to me on there and and comment or add anything, even in the Telegram channel. Um, let me know how your reentry is going. Um, I'm very curious to hear other stories. And uh, don't forget also the BS method. This is the last day it's on sale. Uh, it will be probably more than doubling in price. Um, the, the introductory prices, I wanted to do that for anybody who wanted to take advantage of the early bird pricing. And so that ends uh, today, May 24th. So visit thebsmethod.com to learn more. All right, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. Remember, question everything, trust yourself, and find your truth. Mm -hmm.